Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, sweet friends. Welcome. So excited for today. As every day, I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited we get to have this conversation about how to feel it to heal it. You've heard me say this before. You might have seen it in social media. I believe our emotions are so important. They are so necessary. And we have been sold some lies, sweet friends, by people I believe who are well-meaning, right? We learn it in childhood. I know as a parent, I've been guilty of this, that I am uncomfortable with my child's emotion or don't think that they should be feeling the feeling. And so I ask them to stuff it down. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what happens when we let our emotions accumulate right? and how to really feel it and what it looks like to feel it. And then on the other side of feeling our emotions, we're going to talk about the healing process. You know, in this session, just that simple, that quick, that easy. <laughs> so I am thrilled um, to have this opportunity to share with you um, because for so long, I didn't understand emotions. And yes, I studied psychology in graduate school, but it wasn't until I, I got clear about my own emotional experience um, and it started down the path and the process of accepting my emotions that I became, became really who I was and who I was called to be. So I believe that in the experience of our emotions, um, right, emotions, and I should define this, I guess, emotions are feelings. I use them interchangeably. You do you, boo, with what works for you. Um, but for me, that's what um, I, I've, I've done. And here's what happens so often in our lives, instead of feeling the feelings, we do one or one of three things. Well, you've got four options when an emotion comes up for you. You resist it, right? You shove it down, not on my watch. I'm not going to feel this feeling, this emotion. Second choice you have is distracting from the emotion. I'm particularly good at this. Um, I will watch TV. I will do New York Times crossword puzzles. My, my friends in the Courageous Life Society know that this is my distraction technique. And it seems like it's super good for my brain, right? But I'm using it to distract from my feelings. People eat, they overshop, they, they do fill in the blank to distract from their pain, their feelings, because they're afraid of them. Um, my other favorite thing to talk about, um, uh, 
especially for moms, but my husband does this too, um, is overreact to our emotions in the form, my favorite form, and this is for moms, and is angry cleaning. For not even moms, women, men, who am I to say? Like, it's not gendered here. So it looks like you feel the feeling and it's so much and you need other people to know how you're feeling. Are other people responsible for how you feel? I personally don't believe so. I believe that people do things, right? And you get a choice in what you think of it. You get a choice in how to respond to it. That's, I know, hard to hear. Oh, it was very hard for me to hear for many years. But I'm learning the process of like, I can argue with how they're reacting. I can argue with reality, but I'm going to lose 100% of the time. Now, this is not to say that I let people walk all over me. No, that's not the case. But I am in charge of how I feel. And so I'm going to be in charge of that and not give that power to someone else. So here's, here's the deal. Here's what happens, right? Um, people are overreacting and they need everybody else to know that they're feeling this feeling. We're going to talk about this because overreaction is not crying. It's not processing an emotion for two weeks. That might not be overreaction. So overreaction looks differently for someone else. It's how you are making sense and what you are holding others responsible for. And then another option. So we've got three options there. Resist, distract, overreact. And then the fourth option is really just to feel that emotion, to feel it. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But I also want you to consider that what if in the work of understanding your emotions and the role they play in the life, the more you can use this knowledge to change your experiences, to change your life, to change your relationships. There is great power in working with your emotions and what we know that thoughts create your emotions, even if you just feel the emotion and don't know the thought, to create the life you want to live, the life of your dreams, right? And I, I want to say this, that in my um, life perspective and in my work, I believe that we meet our spiritual source, our God, in our emotions. And to deny our emotions is to de deny the opportunity for that spiritual connection, that spiritual support. And turning in faith, particularly in the most difficult of situations and hard and challenging and painful and all the above, all those emotions, that's where we're held. That's where we meet the source of all love. And that we know that we aren't alone, that we aren't the only ones that have suffered. And, and, and so many times I have clients who come in and say, I shouldn't feel this way. No one gets to tell us how we should or shouldn't feel. No one 
has the ability to dictate your experience but you. In, in um, the coach training program, someone asked, like, what do you do, though, when other people are trying to have opinions about how you should feel? And I love this because I have a dear spouse, a dear partner who wants to solve my problems for me, right? Um, because he hates seeing me in pain and he's deeply empathetic, right? And so it is not out of in, inability to love for him to accept all my feelings. It's out of his deep love for me that my pain hurts him to his core, right? And so he wants to solve my problem and for me not to feel that way. And also to say, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, right? So I want you to also understand that there are going to be people in your life that say things to you to like, let's process this. Let's feel it quicker so we can heal it. You're going to take all the time you need. And I don't get to dictate and no one else gets to dictate how long something should take. And here's the deal. This isn't just negative emotions. This is positive emotions, too. Dr. Keltner, along with his colleagues in 2017, maybe published an article, um, a scholarly article, I would like to add, um, and found that there were 27 distinct human emotions. And I always use uh, the backpack or uh, designer handbag analogy, right? So we have emotions and we're carrying them around in our life. And each time we have an emotion that we don't feel, we distract, we resist it. I'm not gonna feel it, not today, not on my watch. We um, overreact to it. It gets put in this bag, this metaphoric handbag, if you will, or backpack, depending on your style. And it's, right, it's the part of you that you're shoving denying away. And this is the problem, which is my next, uh, next week's topic is on toxic positivity. Because we are like, oh, just smile, pretend everything's okay, resist, distract, do all the things. But guess what? Those emotions don't just magically disappear. They get shoved down deep into that bag. And one day, when most likely you're least expecting it, that bag is going to get so darn heavy and you're going to be so weighted down that you literally cannot carry anything more and that bag's going to break. And your emotions are going to like spill out all over the place. You've had a bag break maybe before and you know it's like, ah, everything's out and it's embarrassing, right? And how am I going to pick it all up before, right? I had it happen on the street of New York City when I was living there and it was so anxiety provoking because like there's rush of people and I'm trying to like, wow, my money and my wallet and all of the things and my cards, right? And so the work we do in our everyday life is to take those emotions and instead of shoving them down, we're gonna look at them. We're gonna feel them. We're going to acknowledge them we're going to say, there you are, pain. There you are, grief. There you are, hurt. 
anguish, guilt. There you are, joy and love and peace. There you are. And I see you. And so you have to do the work of like pulling out all of those emotions out of your bag. Maybe they're all out. And so you can quickly like, ah, there, there it is. There's that memory of that pain, of that loss, of that trauma. I'm going to look at it. And I'm going to decide to feel it. I'm going to allow myself to feel it because I know I haven't been given the opportunity opportunity before. And I'm going to look at the thoughts that have been creating that emotion. And always for me, let's be honest, it's, it's not fair. I don't know. What, it's this entitlement that I have struggled with. It's not fair. I shouldn't have to feel this way. I shouldn't have had to go through that experience. So what is it for you, sweet friend? And, and in the work, I want to say this. You're going to feel emotions and you might need therapy. You might need a coach. You might need support of a soul friend, a, a pastor, fill in the blank, right? You don't have to feel or process these feelings alone. I want you to hear that. There are resources available to you. And I, you guys, in on some and some podcasts, someday, I, I don't remember when, um, I had a, how to the five steps to feeling your feelings. You can follow that. You can reach out for support. But here's what happens on the other side of processing that. On the other side of that is, is wholeness, is healing, is the recognition that your emotions matter. It's that self-awareness piece that you understand that your emotions are the whole of you. I always tell Henry that we're not going and we don't want to feel happy, joy, fill in the blank 100% of the time. We need the pain and the struggle to make us understand how good it can be. We learn and we grow in those moments of pain and overwhelm and grief. And so for my life, none of this work is to feel fantastically unicorns and rainbows 100% of the time. That's not a true emotion, but you get the point. I'm probably going to feel 50-50, uh, right? Depending on my temperament, I might feel 60, 40, 60%. Great, good, okay, 40%. Although many times in my life it's been flipped. But we are under the mistaken notion that life should be easy and that we're going to feel it, it will be easy all the time and we'll feel nothing but positive emotions. And so much of this is tied to our habitual patterns of relating and understanding and our attachment style, but we're not going to get into that, right? <laughs> I'm trying to simplify this. But you have to feel your feelings. Carl Jung says, what you resist persists, sweet friend. 
What are you resisting right now? For years, I was resisting feelings of shame and grief that came from a traumatic experience in my life. I didn't acknowledge it, shoved it far deep. However, in my head, I shoved it deep, deep down, but it was like always coming out of my bag and I was shoving it back down again, and right? Zipping the bag really tightly and everything was like at the surface. And if something else got shoved in there, oh, I mean, like it was insane how I thought my I was handling it and not insane. But it's sad because I wouldn't allow myself to feel the feelings. So this message is an invitation to you to feel your emotions, to not be afraid of your emotions, because in the emotions you live, you become fully who you are. And yes, I know it's hard. And yes, who wants to be told that life isn't, right? The yellow brick, I mean, it's not like the, the city of Oz, where am I going with this metaphor? I, right, I don't re-record, so you're just gonna hear me fumble through that. What we come to understand is that it's the work to wrestle with all of our human emotions. And for me, it's to take those emotions and bring them to the light. And to say, I alone cannot process this. I need the support of my spiritual source, but also I need the support of others around me. And I do the work though, in partnership. So what are you resisting today and how can you feel it? Again, just a quick reminder, if it's too much to feel, if it's too overwhelming, reach out. If you need to reach out to me and I will help you, I will help you find a therapist, I will help you find spiritual support, I am here for you, sweet friends. And that is my intention and that is my focus of my work is to be a healing force in this world. I love you all. Thank you so much for this opportunity to connect and to send my um, love to you. Feel it to heal it, sweet friends. Okay, I'll see you all next week. Thanks so much.